listening to The Lovish Podcast, and I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Each week, I'm going to help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for our relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Hey, welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. As you know, I am your host, Sita Hood, and I am excited to be here with you today having an authentic conversation. That's what I could say. Um, This episode is probably going to be a little bit challenging for me, but I am here to push through because I feel like the Holy Spirit laid it on my heart to talk about navigating through transitions and um, to title the episode Rock Steady. As of right now, um, I've been... It's 11, 12 at night. <laughs> um, one of my kids are asleep and the other one's in her room. So um, I'm recording it at night rather than during the day like I usually do because I want to record it before I... I don't want to say lose my nerve, but before I... Um, abandon the level of obedience (laughs) that I'm committed to right now. So this episode, I mean, the show itself is about not avoiding parts of life that are hard. And so I feel like part of that is me being real and raw and honest with you about when life is not cute or perfect for me. There was an episode back in December where I talked about my struggle to show up and um, even getting caught up in perfectly curating my life. And I said I just didn't want to do that anymore. And probably somewhere around January or February of 2022, I felt like the Holy Spirit called me to live out loud to show up even more authentically, to come out of hiding, to be real and raw, even through the process. So that's what this episode is about, being real and raw throughout the process as I'm healing. With that being said, um, I know that the pandemic has been extremely challenging for everyone. Everybody has had their different takes on the pandemic in the different ways that it's been like just team too much for them. And um, I experienced the pandemic, obviously, with everybody else. And it was challenging. There was a lot of parts that were challenging. Um But something, I think we're like coming out of the pandemic and we're on the end of the pandemic. And so this is like not pandemic related necessarily, but um, 
2022 has also been very challenging for a lot of people. And for me in particular, the struggle has been more recently navigating through grief and loss. So trigger warning, I'm about to dive headfirst into grief and loss here. Um, and I won't get too specific because I want to respect the privacy of those that are involved, but I did feel like, um, with me being a therapist, there is a, an additional layer of expertise and also, uh, insight that I am aware that I probably have in this situation that a lot of people may not have or, um, may not just be aware of. So that's the whole purpose in talking about, you know, the grief and loss here. So from April 15th, probably to um, April 20th, 25th, it was extremely challenging for me because I experienced five deaths in my close circle. And that's not an exaggeration. There were five deaths. And it's not people that are super far removed from me. It was, you know, friends that I care about, family members, and people that I grew up with. And to be quite honest, I struggled. I struggled. If you follow my social media page, you may have noticed that I had pulled back from social media and you haven't really seen me on social media very much. Um, it was kind of challenging to show up in my therapy sessions. I did take time off and I took, um, you know, a little bit. I didn't want to take too much. I needed just enough to kind of get myself together. But I'm also one of those therapists that really believes that, um, you, you, you should cancel therapy sessions if you absolutely need to for your mental health and things of that nature. But I try my best to create consistency for my clients because I think that that is a crucial part of the treatment plan. Like, and I know what it's like to be in therapy and to be like, oh my God, I can't wait to tell my therapist this. And you've waited all week to talk to your therapist only for them to cancel. So I tend to try not to cancel too much on my clients because a lot of them don't really have safe spaces to talk about things. But I also had to be very real with where I was and understanding that it was, it felt really impossible for me to show up and support other people while I was feeling extreme pain, extreme abandonment. And I'm talking about, um, just really even experiencing these things as a Christian. So for those that don't know, my father passed away when I was 18. And I can remember saying, like, I'm not mad at God. I don't, you know, feel angry or anything like that. I'm just extremely sad and hurt that I'll never get to see my father again. And learning how to navigate through that, I feel like, has given me um, a lot of great 
qualities and characteristics and how I support other people and show up for other people when it comes to trauma, when it comes to grief and different things like that. But experiencing these deaths back to back to back, especially the first one. And I mean, it's not to say that all the deaths after that didn't mean anything because they most certainly did. They, they all hurt. But the first experience was just literally rocked my entire world. And, um, it felt very unsteadying and unreal, to be honest. And all I could really do was what I tell you to do on this podcast all the time. Breathe, feel the emotions, even if that emotion is shock, you know, sit in the weight of that, even though it hurts, and then know that it's going to be okay. And that was what I had. That was all I had. And I didn't even really know how to pray, what to pray, what to necessarily um, say or do with myself because I just felt miserable for a couple of days there. And I just kept saying like, God is faithful. And I turned on music because that was pretty much the only thing that um, I could do during that time. So there's going to be a link in the show notes for an article that I found because I was trying to think about the way that ships navigate through storms when I was like thinking about how to record this episode because it literally felt like a ship in the middle of the ocean trying to get through a storm that's extremely challenging. And so... um I just want to read a little bit from the article that I found, and it'll be linked in the show notes if anybody's interested. But in order for a ship to navigate through a storm, it has to keep the ship moving while avoiding too much strain on the mast and the sails. So the ship has to be able to generate enough movement and momentum to keep moving forward without succumbing to the storm. I thought that was extremely powerful because it is a visual representation of how I felt. I knew that I had to keep certain things going. I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a business owner. I have to keep it going to a certain extent, just enough to keep the momentum flowing, to keep the movement in motion, to keep up with my responsibilities responsibilities, but not too much so that I didn't allow myself to be in the moment, to feel the feelings, to support the people that were um, in my life that were also hurting. So I had to learn in the past and then even through this situation again, how to navigate through the storm, how to ride the waves until the storm has died down or it's over. So the link to this article, like I said, is going to be in the show notes. And so one question that came up for me when I thought about recording this podcast is, are you trying to steer clear of the storm only to find yourself wrapped up in the deepest part of the storm? I really believe that so many of us stay trapped with 
uh, baggage from our trauma, baggage from our grief, baggage from those painful things that happen to us because we're trying our best to navigate around the storm. But the article that I found said that the safest place for a ship is actually on the ocean in the middle of a storm. So you think that you are safe when you're running away from it, but you're actually causing more harm and exposing yourself to more danger. I've talked about this before, but your commitment to the process, this process of becoming means that you are going to inevitably find yourself in uncomfortable positions. This was an extremely uncomfortable position. I'm still hurting. I'm still healing. I'm still in the ugly phases of the pain, but I'm there. I'm there and I'm allowing myself to be fully present in that. And I think that that's really important for us to realize, like, don't try to jump off the ship. Don't try to abandon the situation. Be in the moment. Do the things that you are that you know are beneficial to you. Another thing that was really helpful for me was pulling on my support system. I didn't pull on everybody because some people um, don't really know exactly what to say or what to do during that time. And that's okay. It's okay. It's nothing wrong with that because a lot of people don't know what to say or what to do. But I thought it was very important to pull from people that I know um, know me to my core and would know what to say to me. And, um, one friend in particular, when I talked to her, I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't tell her what was happening right away, but I told her after maybe a couple of days and I'm like, you know, I'm sorry. I haven't really been showing up like that. This is what's happening. And she said to me something that literally made me erupt into, just a heap of tears because she saw me and it was really important and I didn't even see how important it was she said to me um I'm really worried about you I know that you know you're not okay and all of this stuff is happening and I'm here if you need me and you know she's like it's okay to not do all the things and to not be on for everybody, which, you know, like I told you, I had kind of pulled back, but I'm human. I was feeling a little bit of guilt about um, not necessarily showing up and doing all the things for some of the people. And I just cried. And I said, you know, thank you for that. I talk to people all the time about having permission to be themselves, permission to be in the moment. And I didn't realize when I was getting caught up in not giving myself permission to feel the feelings. And I cried and I told her, I said, you know what? I'm actually not okay. And I want to thank you for even recognizing that in me and calling that out in me. Because even if people can see that you're not okay, they don't always give you the space to not be okay. And so it was very specific people that I was spending time with um, and talking to during that time because some people are already triggering for me <laughs> in general. So I knew that I could not allow myself to um, be around those people. Before I finish talking about this, we're going to take a break and have a brief word from our sponsor for this episode. I 
believe that every woman is handcrafted to make a unique impact on the world. I believe that women are born with their purpose deeply rooted inside of them. They only need to unlock it. I see you today. I see you waiting for other people to tell you what your life's purpose is and how to get there. I see you walking around feeling utterly exhausted and drained from supporting everyone around you. You have literally achieved so much, but you never stop to celebrate because it just doesn't feel like enough. You don't even tell people that you're walking around struggling to exist. What if you could unlock not only your life purpose, but the strategy to help you walk boldly into your next season? Would you be brave enough to take the leap? I'm Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker, and I wanna invite you to join me at the Pink Emerald Retreat, where I help innovative women just like you to unlock their purpose and step boldly into the next season of their lives. At this intimate weekend retreat, you're gonna learn how to speak with authority to show up boldly in any environment, to walk more confidently embracing your God-given identity, to develop life strategies that keep you productive in any season of life. We're talking big picture and day-to-day -day life here, and so much more. Not to mention, you will have a private room complete with a soaker tub and other amazing amenities, discounted services at the on-site spa, and access to nearby attractions in one of the most prominent suburbs of Illinois. Ready to book your luxury stay? Register now at thepinkemerald.com forward slash retreat or click the link in the show notes. Have you been playing small, building someone else's dream while yours slowly dies inside of you? When you walk through the candle aisle of Target with your Starbucks in your hand, dreaming of your next season, you wonder if it's actually possible. You're tired of living the same mediocre cycle. You take the kids to school. You go to a job you're great at, but you feel miserable working at. You pick up the kids. You make dinner. You spend some time with your loved ones. You go to bed and you start the same cycle all over again. What would your kids say if they could see you hiding? How long are you going to hold on to the illusion of who people say you are? I'm Sita Hood, vision architect but licensed therapist by trade, and I help women to take their big ideas from the dreamer stage into a tangible reality. I want to invite you to activate your influence. I want to invite you to join Activate, a 90-day accelerator for visionary women. Inside of Activate, you're going to learn how to clarify your vision, curate your wellness routines, command your day, and confidence confidently impact any environment you walk into. Aren't you tired of playing small? When's the last time you truly bet on yourself? I want to invite you to level up. Click the link in the show notes to learn more. All right, welcome back. So how do we summarize the rest of this episode? 
I think if I could give you a blueprint for navigating through grief, loss, trauma, what I would say is first and foremost, be real about where you are. If you're committed to the process and life is lifing on you, things are happening, adulting is hard, it's okay to sit down and take a break. It's okay to just be, to simply be and to not have any expectations for yourself, to lean into the support that you have. And then to figure out what the bare minimum is for you to do. And I want to be clear here because I know, I know, I know, I know you got deadlines to me. You got lists that are endless. You have projects you need to get done. You're swamped already. I know, I know, I know. But trying to force yourself to work through it is not the solution because inevitably your stuff is going to spill out. I have a client, well, actually several clients that I talk to right now about their stuff spilling out. Because if you don't allow yourself the space to simply exist with that, to journal or even to just do what it is that makes you feel a little bit better, even 2% better is better, right? That 2%, you know, if we think about a cell phone, if you got 2% left, And you need to call somebody and be like, yo, I'm stranded. I have a flat tire. I need you to come and get me. 2% is the difference between waiting all night with the flat tire and somebody being there to rescue you in 30 minutes, right? So 2% can make a big difference. So if you feel even 2% better, that's a win. So I would say acknowledge what's happening. Be in the moment of what's happening, even when it doesn't feel good. Do what makes you feel good in the situation. You know, if that's pulling back from things, like I told you, I needed to pull back from social media. I simply could not show up. I could not pretend to be okay when I was hurting. That's never been me. And um, I just wasn't going to do that. And I'm like, yeah, I know the algorithms. Yeah, I lost a few followers. But in reality, I don't care (laughs) because my mental wellness is 10 times more important than how many followers I have. And I don't really necessarily follow the algorithm anyway. I post when the lures say post, okay? (laughs) Um, But yes, just being real about that, taking away the things that you can't manage at the moment and being okay with that. Knowing that there is room and space for you to feel your feelings. Even if you feel like you have to care for other people in this situation, it's still a safe space for you to, to cry, for you to feel how you want to feel, especially when things are happening to you and around you and to people that are important to you. So... I don't have a fancy checklist of tips for you. All I have is my experience on this one. And I know that um, I say things like that and people are like, oh, my God, girl. But the the tips that you shared were so powerful and I hadn't thought of that. So I just, you know, I hope that this episode was a blessing to you as well. Um, I'm not going to do what I'm loving this week. 
I'm just going to leave y'all with this episode because I feel like if you are somebody that is struggling to rock steady in a period of transition, then, you know, you probably need to sit with this episode anyway. And I hear people in my DMs and, you know, when I talk to them and y'all are like, yeah, I'm listening to the show. I love it. Y'all running these episodes back. So if you need to run the episode back and listen again and pick up something else, that's cool, too. Um, but that's all I have for you today. I'm going to just leave the episode right here. I hope you have an amazing day. If you are a person that is currently navigated through a storm, I want you to know you are going to be okay. Yes, I'm talking to you. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. If you feel like the world is just moving around you and you have no space to just sit and breathe, I want you to know that you can carve out that space to breathe. You can carve out that space to exist. If you feel like the rug was snatched from under you, it's okay. You have time to catch your breath. You will be okay. You will get through the storm. You will come out of this so much stronger, so much fiercer, so much bolder, so much more confident and a better version of yourself than you were when you entered the storm. I don't have the answers for why it's happening to you and why right now and why in this way. But I do know that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And I also know that God is faithful. No matter where you find yourself today, remember, God is faithful.